0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Frights the Frights of the Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody. And um I've got a uh uh okay. I've got uh Sarah Martin here. Uh how are you doing, Sarah?
0: I'm doing really good. Thank you for having me. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. And our next caller uh is calling in right now. Hold on, I got her on here. Hey, uh is this Hi. Bria, yes, hey. Bria. Okay, I was I was going to ask you beforehand if it was Bria or Brea. I wasn't sure, you know, no, it could have been either Brea. way, I guess. Okay, Bria, yeah. how are you doing?
2: Yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you doing?
1: Good. Um, I'm here with Sarah, Martin, so you guys are both together.
0: Hi, Sarah. Hi, how's it going? Good.
1: All right. So, um first of all, uh let's get this party started with the question of, you know, the the beginning of how did you guys both get into acting? I'll, I'll ask uh Brea to go first. Oh, okay.
2: Um well, actually I started acting when I was a child, maybe not like traditionally. And I was actually very shy. <laughs> where um i had a social anxiety so if anybody like looked me in the eye i would just start crying um and so i would only talk to my to my mother to go talk to whoever i needed to talk to when i was like really really little and then in order to express myself because that was the issue i was having i started to write stories and perform them in front of my family with my brother and then it kind of went from there where I enrolled in some classes. Um, we lived in a little farm town, so I'd have to, like, ride my bike for two hours to get to the bus in order to get to my rehearsal. Um And oh, then wow. it took from there. Yeah. So I started doing short films up in Seattle, where I'm from. And then um, after I kind of got done with the scene, I packed up my car and was like – I think I want to go to L.A. today. So I just went to L.A. and started finding places, like, as I'm driving to
0: stay.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, great. Uh, How about you, Sarah? How did you get into it?
0: Um, Well, when I was a very young girl, I did musical theater. So I actually was a musical theater alum, and I did years and years of musical theater, and I always knew that I wanted to eventually transition into film, but I really didn't know how to go about doing that. As a matter of fact, I had a really hard time transitioning into film coming from theater until somebody finally gave me a chance. You know what I mean? It took, it wasn't until I took a break after doing musical theater as a kid and I went to college and I, you know, got a degree and I decided I didn't, I didn't know necessarily what I really, what I wanted to do. And I decided, you know, I really, really wanted to film and I ended up getting a chance and I did it and I ran with it and I never looked back.
1: <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh and yeah, uh I guess you two were kind of like small town girls that just basically, you know, made your dreams come true in a way. Well,
0: working yeah. on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, very
0: very self driven. You know, I'm very motivated and determined and I just you know, I really love it. I love this industry. I love Everything I do and all my projects, you know, they're each like very unique.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Now, I guess, Bria, uh, like, what attracted you into acting? I'm sorry, what? What attracted you to acting? Well,
2: uh, definitely stories. I used to write stories. But the biggest thing is once I was allowed to feel my emotions, I got addicted to it. And then I got addicted to what everybody else was feeling. Like, oh, well, they're coming from a place of truth that I just don't understand. But it's not like they're lying to me because they're obviously upset. So trying to understand not only where that person is coming from but being empathetic about it, it became like, a a junky rush on adrenaline, you know, I got really addicted just feeling my emotions and feeling other people's emotions where I would start to daydream. Like, what if this happened to me? How would I feel about that? And that was the most fun I had as a child.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, What about you, Sarah? Um,
0: For me, it was just a lot of fun to be this person, you know what I mean? To be, this different person for a little bit, you know, it was just a lot of fun. And you can really get your emotions out in certain scenes and certain characters where you just you can you can relate or you can feel what that character is going through. It was just a lot of fun to me. And I always loved it. I loved you know doing the makeup and the hair and the clothes and the and just reading through the script. I just I think I liked every aspect of it and it was just a lot of fun for me.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, and and that seems to be like the the big thing is like uh, just is being able to play somebody other than yourself, you know, with you guys. Um, yeah. uh I mean, is that also kind of an attraction, like being somebody different? Either um, one of you. I mean, <laughs>
0: well, I mean, not not per se, but it is it is just fun, you know. I, I mean, I'm a I, I go to Comic Con. I love you know dressing up as a superhero character and just Running around and being that character is just fun. You know, it's something that just brings you kind of into another world for a little bit, and it's just a, it's a blast. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: I love it. I mean, if you're not having fun, why do it?
0: <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I say all the time. It has to be fun, or it's not worth yeah.
1: it. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I think for a lot of people it becomes a job, you know, and mm-hmm. they kind mm-hmm. of lose that passion that they used to have. And then they just either just leave, you know, or they're stuck in it. Yeah. And you can kind of tell by the actor when you're watching a movie that they're just kind of paint by numbers or they're just doing it. You know, they're just going through the motions, but they're not really... Like, I need to say it, but I kind of feel that way with Johnny Depp lately. Like, mm. a lot of Johnny Depp's mm. stuff used to be really great. And then lately it just seems like... I don't know. It just really hasn't... I, you know, like he, he might still have that passion, but it just doesn't feel like it. I don't know. Maybe I'm <laughs> reaching there. I mean, but, he's done yeah. so um, much
0: amazing stuff. You know, like everything can't be a hit, but he's done amazing yeah. things and he's established and, you know, he can do really whatever he wants at this point. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: That's definitely where I want to get to. Like, I don't care if I'm famous. Yeah. I don't care if I'm super wealthy. I just want to be able to do what I want, which I think everybody, exactly. at the end of the day, that's what they want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely agree, 100%. Um, all right.
1: Uh, well, okay. So you know, your guys aren't only actresses, but you're also directors. You know, and you guys yeah. kind of dabbled into that. Um, I guess Bria, you talked a little bit about like stories and storytelling, um, I, I do want to make mention, I guess the first thing I ever saw you in was the uh, the Facebook uh, Live Oh, uh, movie. Sarah Barker. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. So this was an experimental short that me and Ellie Horror, um, fronted by Hunter Johnson and Charles Shutabala put together where facebook live was just starting to become this really big thing it had kind of been online but they weren't promoting it and then they started to promote it really big and we were thinking why don't we get in on this why don't we try something that nobody else has really tried up to that point um you know crypt tv ended up doing one while we were shooting like oh no but it's okay it was still just an experiment nonetheless And so what we did is we did a short um, live where the girl, Bria, which is a pseudo-self, she's like a makeup artist, and so she goes Facebook Live to do her um, makeup tutorials. She's a very basic girl. It's definitely a satire on um, young girls that are addicted to people liking them, which is unfortunate, Um, and you end up actually hating her, which is the point, so you become this bully, which is what she is. and so what ends up happening is as she's talking to the camera and revealing more about this backstory, story and having a confrontation with her followers and having a confrontation with her Internet friends about people that are bullying her and harassing her, putting up fake news articles saying that she killed her best friend, that had actually committed suicide the year before, um, there's starting to be paranormal activity in the background that she gets more and more heated. And we think she's lying, but you don't actually know that because it's just a snippet in time where uh, frames fall off the walls and uh, things fall on the ground and crash. She gets her tongue torn out and she's hiding under the bed and she comes out and she's crying to the camera saying, she's so sorry, she's so sorry. And at that point, the audience, still hates her so there's no empathy which is what the whole thing was about was over the internet nobody cares about you and people say these terrible things and don't care how it affects you where it could get to the point of killing you and they still say you're dramatic oh you're just looking for attention so the character's crying to the camera screaming for help and people are just laughing at her and saying terrible things you know Um, and then the ghost ends up killing her in the end right I, was,
1: I mean, I, I remember I saw that because it was being shared by a bunch of people. And I was like, yeah. wait, what in the world? Because I saw it after. I didn't see it live. I saw it afterwards. Oh, yeah.
2: And, oh, it's uh, pretty confusing because you don't expect it to happen that way.
1: <laughs> right. Like, at all. And especially, like, did you, I guess you had people, they, like, you know, get, like, fake accounts or something, like, and say negative things or something like that? Like, how did that happen?
2: Yeah, we had actors, actually, in the living room <laughs> on set that were commenting live time. And it was hard because there was a lag. There was, like, a six-second lag. So they had to have earphones and, like, headphones and totally disregard <laughs> anything happening in the other room because they can hear me screaming and they can hear all these cues and they can hear like the certain words that cue the tugging of the strings to pull the frames off the wall or have the bookshelf fall over and so they're um, in the living room trying to keep up with these live comments to keep the I guess the point of the script going as like her friends that aren't really her friends
1: oh wow and we actually
2: Uh, me and uh oh go ahead sorry
1: No, go
2: ahead. No, go ahead. We are working on expanding it into a feature because the experimental one, we learned a lot about it. And so we ended up putting it on private so that way we can work on the feature where some of the segments would be shot live, you know, as we're shooting the whole thing and there's the archive footage as well. And then we cut it together as one feature film. So it's like the ultimate found footage experience where if somebody wanted to go and discover the story for themselves, for there's tons of footage online on these fake accounts where they could piece together the story beyond the feature film if they wanted to, as if they were the ones to find it.
1: Wow. Uh, Sarah, have you seen this? Like, have you heard of this?
0: No, no, but I, I would like to check it out. It sounds very awesome. Yeah, it's hashtag RIT Sarah Barker. Um, I'm probably just going to
2: cut, like, the first part because it was supposed to be done live. So we had to vamp a lot until we got views. So the first part is kind of long. I'll probably just cut to the chase and then um, put it back up so everybody
0: can watch it. That's awesome. Definitely yeah. want to check it out. How do you, like,
1: edit that? Like, how do you edit something that was, like, done on Facebook Live?
2: Well, what I would do is I would take the actual video, because I have the HD video saved as well on 1080, and then I would take um, a screenshot of the comments as they're happening live and sync them up. So that way it's still HD of the video, so it's not, like, the 720... Um, Resolution or even 480 that comes down when you just do a screen grab of the video itself, cut them together so you can see what happened as I was doing it, even from real people that didn't know that it was fake. People were, like, hitting me up saying, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Are you okay? Or people getting actually (laughs) angry with me, being like, I didn't realize you were such a bigot. I didn't realize that you hated Hunter so much. And Hunter is one of my best friends. So it was really funny to have his posse come (laughs) gang up on me saying, you're never going to work in this town again. And, and then, like, five minutes later, message me, being, never mind, I'm sorry, I'm an ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I would cut the two together so people can see what happened as it was happening live so um, they can be a part of the experience
0: themselves, too. That's cool.
1: That, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> uh, looking forward yeah. looking forward to the whole process and the whole thing when it's finished and everything. Just, uh, awesome. Thank um, you. Now, Sarah, you got uh, nefarious. Uh, that's finished and going to be premiering in April. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Uh, yes. Uh, Nefarious is about two families coming together in the most horrifying way. It's a full-length feature film horror thriller. And uh, basically, these this family wants to get a fresh start after the loss of the father and the, the husband. And they move into this house, and a lot of things start going weird. You know, it's a typical movie, except there's a lot of twists. And I like to put a lot of twists in my movie. I oh. like you to hate a certain character at first and then feel bad for hating it. Then I like you to like oh. a character and then find out that you were supposed to hate them. So there is a lot of twists and a lot of turns. And uh, it takes you back into a lot of flashbacks, too. So I, like, I love to use flashbacks because there's a lot of backstory. And um, basically, it's a bloodbath. And, uh, yeah, it's very romantic. Just kidding. But um, <laughs> I'm going to be able to do a sequel so I'm very excited about this, and uh, it's an hour and a half long, so it's a full length, and I'm very excited about it. It's premiering in April uh, in New York, so I can't wait. We're already 90% sold out, and it's, you know, it's really moving really well. Tickets have only been on sale for three weeks, so I'm very excited about this one. <clears throat> Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, it's, the actors have worked so hard, so it's a, it's definitely a thriller. It's definitely a horror, so... <laughs>
1: Be ready. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um okay, so uh, my next question, um, uh Bria, um, like yeah. what what have you learned uh from being an actress that you were able to use when you started you know, when you started directing?
2: Oh, definitely I guess understanding how actors work. Um, And to be able to give them direction not only external direction like put the glass down on the mark Okay, now you need to be you know more angry and yell at him like you're going to wring his neck But also the internal emotion, because you can't just play a one-sided character of um, You know I am just a sociopath you never play a sociopath like a sociopath So then also being able to give them internal direction where if you're a parent and you have to discipline your kid you know if you have to pull a belt on that child it's heartbreaking you don't want to play the asshole dad even if your behavior is the asshole dad oh I'm sorry am I allowed to swear
1: (laughs) no no, you're totally allowed to swear it's rated R okay on here
2: hey there you go Um, oh yeah it's explicit But you never want to play that one-sided, because then not only will people not care about your character, they won't care about the story either. And it's not realistic, because everybody has a story, has a past, has a reason why they're doing something doesn't justify killing a person, but it's not like they just killed a person and didn't care about them unless they're sociopaths, but then that's not an interesting story. Um, So being able to talk to the actors about their internal direction, um, and how I as an actress would interpret things as well, and working with them as a collaboration, where otherwise if I didn't have this experience, I may have no idea and be frustrated and just give them really crappy direction just to get the shot I need. And it's not really artistic at that
1: point. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I, I can see as an you know, coming from an actor's perspective and going into directing, you're able to take, like, you know, knowing what you know as an actor and able to kind of use that for the, you know, for the actor that you're directing. You know,
2: basically. Yeah, and you know, yeah. even going to classes because I've been to almost every class there is to LA, even to try it. You know, right now I'm with uh, Joanne Barony e. W. Brown, but learning like what works and what doesn't work, just in the footwork. So if I'm with an actor that's maybe a fantastic actor, but maybe not so polished, I can give them these tiny little directional changes that I've seen work to get what I need as a director.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, what about you, Sarah? What do you think?
0: Um, everything Bria said it hits the nail on the head, and additionally, uh what I wanted to add to that was you know I started off acting and then I went behind the camera so to come back out, you know it really helped with everything continuity, understanding why my programming has to be the way it is, you know what i mean it's It's really important, especially when you work behind the camera, you know you just you you respect it so much more and you put so much more into it. it's like it's amazing. And, yes, I agree yeah. completely with giving direction and really making that character come out. And then I explain to my actors, this is how I would have done it, um, you know, and, and understanding why we do that extra take. It's not that we didn't like it. You know, we do an extra take maybe for safety, but or maybe we just wanted to get another angle. We thought about it last minute, and we're like, you know what? Yeah. Let's get that other angle, you know, even if this takes us 100 takes, which it you know, <laughs> we'll never, but, um <laughs> you know, it's just very important. I hope not, but it's very, very important, you know, just working as a team and to understand it on both ends. It, it, I think, it makes it so much better and a lot more smoother when filming.
2: Yeah, communication is key. So when you're an actor, you know how you'd rather be talked to, especially if you're like crying. Oh, yeah. You don't want the director to just be like, "All right, can you do that? Less that," you know.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no. You're an emotional you're like, place I just you just to be talked to that way. Yeah, that was perfect. Let's just do a little bit more. I just want to get another angle. I think it was perfect. We'll do a couple more takes, and then you know, by the end, especially an in intense scene, it seems like they get better the more they do it. Obviously, and that comes with practice yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, my uh, my former uh, co-host for one of my other radio shows, she um, you know told me about a book that really helped her out as an actress. You know, um, but it's also from the point of view of a director. It's called *I'll Be in My Trailer* um, by John oh, Adam. Yeah. Have you guys heard of that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, great book. Just, <laughs> I, have not I mean, read it. <laughs> this.
0: Oh,
1: uh, it's 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 a wonderful book, uh, especially from both sides of the story of uh, of dealing with actors and um, dealing with directors. You know, basically, and how to handle. Wow. Because you know, it's truthful, like, there's a lot of, you know, ways you can handle a situation, you know, and most of the time people handle it, you know, sometimes badly, you know, or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, you, gotta, you gotta learn, you know, how to handle people, it's people skills, you know, as a director.
2: Right.
1: Uh, and uh, And actors are very, would you guys agree that actors are kind of fragile people because you oh, know, yeah. we're, you know, I mean, I've, yeah, speaking from an actor <laughs> and a director, I can say that, like, you know, there sometimes there are, we get kind of, you know, involved in the character or emotionally, and, you know, and then a director yells at you, you know, or whatever. It doesn't make you feel comfortable, you know. Yeah, um, no, but, it's a but, you know
0: experience. what I mean? And, and also, if I ever did something, and I look back on it years later, you know, with the experience I've gained, I'm like, oh, man, I would have done that so differently now. You know what mm. I mean? And I that's, definitely you know, not that it was bad or, or not, that's what they like, but it's like I would have gone about it so so differently, you know? Yeah. And, and we're hard on ourselves because we nitpick, right? I, would you agree, Bria? We nitpick on our, our past work and we're like, we would have done it this way, we would have done it that way, but we bring that with yeah. us for our future projects and we learn from it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> right. Now, um okay. So, uh, my next question would be um uh I always I, I like to ask this question a lot uh to different people cuz you know, get people's different responses. But do you uh feel um that uh actors and directors or anybody in the uh film industry have to be more social media savvy these days? Um Oh gosh. Uh, I guess, <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, yes, you have to be, which is such a sad, sad thing. Um, gosh, this is actually a, a conversation that makes me livid. So, yes, you do need to be social media savvy. That's where everybody lives now. You need to update your stuff. That's how most people connect. That's how you and I connected, you know. Um, it's just a way of communication now that is just quicker and everybody's on it. So you have to definitely be on it and you have to be good with it, too, because you're competing against like thousands upon thousands of people that want the exact same thing as you and they may be a little bit more narcissistic than you so they may have a better profile they may have better um texting skills you know so you have to know how to compete because that's how everything is happening now we're all so disconnected which is hypocritical because we're in an artistic business nonetheless but it's still artistic um it's basically reaffirming everything you were told in high school wasn't true of it doesn't matter how popular you are doesn't matter what people think about you but now it does and it's really sad because in high school or middle school or college even now it doesn't really matter where you are in your life People that are ostracized by society or don't fit in or shun, they look to art in order to express themselves, in order to have a voice that they're not being heard otherwise. So these artists aren't necessarily going to be the cheerleader, aren't necessarily going to be the jock, aren't necessarily going to have tons of like fans and followers or friends even. They may have a couple that are really close to them, but their art is amazing. But if you aren't good at social media, if you don't care about being popular, then your art might not ever be seen and you might not ever be allowed to do what you want to do. So it's it's a catch-22. Um, and there's so many great artists out there that just don't know how to do social media and otherwise so many not-so-great artists out there that are really great on selling themselves.
1: <laughs> wow. That's, that was an awesome answer. Thank you. Um, uh, what about you,
0: Sarah? Do you have anything to add? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent uh social media matters. It just does. And you know, if they have people that they hire, if you if you have a an issue with your social media, you can hire people to help you get to the right places to market your stuff. It is so important, it's it's it is unfortunate. Like like Bria said, it's it's disgusting. How it it's really it really matters. People get famous every day over one liners and they become memes and they become complete super famous overnight. For one little thing, right. I mean, it's unbelievable. And without social media, that would never even be a thing. That would be nothing. Yeah, People would have a lot harder of a time becoming famous or being found. And it really matters. you got to put yourself out there. Everybody's doing it. And if you don't, well, then you lose an opportunity that might have happened. You know what I mean? Right. We connected, you know, through James Balsamo with Bite with School and everything like that, but that was also through social media. You know what I mean?
1: Right. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's no.
0: super... It's super important, you know, this connecting and finding out what's going on and staying relevant, staying constant. You know, if you're not doing right. something for a month, who, who wants to watch your page? I want to see progress. I want pictures. I want to know what's going on. Are they doing anything? What's the update? What's the next project? What are your thoughts? Yeah. Are you writing anything? You know, it's constant, and the people that follow you and support you, they want to see this stuff, and if you're not posting it, they're going to go somewhere else and look for it. So, yes, social media is so important, and it's, you know, it's bittersweet because it sucks i don't want to be on facebook all day you know what i mean as a matter of fact sometimes it annoys me but i know that that's what i have to do for my business and to keep going and to get feedback you know because i do get feedback on there as well that's important to me because anything if if someone's critical i want to know why i want to know how i can make it better what can i do to to uh succeed in my business you know so it is very very important i believe
1: yeah Definitely. And I uh, want to, you know, let people know, we, yeah, that's Sarah and I basically met because we both worked on a movie called Bike School. Um, that was, that's excellent. Awesome. I love it. Uh, it's yeah. A lot of fun. Awesome. <laughs> um, you know, and it was, uh, it was just weird that, you know, like, cause you know, I like to add all the people that, you know, work on projects of mine or whatever uh, projects that I've been involved in. And uh, I was like, Oh, Sarah, you know, Sarah and I checked out her, stuff and see there you go with the social media like if I hadn't done that I wouldn't know that she does more than just act in that one movie you know I wouldn't have saw her IMDb page and you know what I mean and and that's another thing man IMDb oh you know Uh.
0: (laughs) it used to be
1: so much simpler and now it's just expanded I guess to like a huge bigger deal you know, and everything, and, yeah. and that's yeah. what people are like. Well, they took it away the to before, which
2: was weird. <laughs> well, I think
1: that's how you, the, you could, know, like, they find need... out
0: information about people.
1: Right. I know, and, and if then you, if
0: you've done something, you're on there. You know, it's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and and the thing is, like with the, it used to be that the star meter mattered, you know, and I just mm-hmm. don't think that matters anymore. I think casting directors they have moved on like from. They say
0: like a way to rig it yeah
1: yeah so that's the problem is like they don't trust it yeah. anymore, so they go to how many Twitter followers you have or how many
2: right. you know like right. uh, yep.
1: how many hits do you have on your reel, you know, and stuff like that, which I mean also once again, most of those things can be rigged as well, but you know um right right
0: there's
1: no, you can't trust technology at all these days, I guess um. All right, so uh, I guess, you know, we're we're coming up at the end of the uh, show. So um, tell us what you guys are up to now, uh, uh, Bria.
2: Uh, right now I am studying with Joanne Barron at UW-Brown. E. I'm also taking classes at um, the, uh, <laughs> I said Clive Barker, at CBSI. Um, which is just in Burbank, which is nice too. And then actually, my web series Ruth Genesis, which I did, um, I think what two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. We took it, except for the first episode, we took it down. We are we are actually cutting it into a feature, so that way we can market it and send it out as a horror feature. So we're working on that as well. And then um, right now, I'm working on a pitch video as well for the Clive Barkers, <laughs> the Clive Barkers Horror Contest, the Real Fear Horror Contest, which hopefully I'll get into. But we'll find out. It's for directors, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, do people uh, do people vote on that? Like the other uh, audience members vote because, like, you know, you can tell people go vote for it, right?
2: Yeah. So what, what happens is basically they'll pick 10 people that they like because they have to go through so many videos. So they'll pick 10 people that they like. They'll open it up to the public where they can vote. So the most popular videos, I think it's like the top five automatically move on to the next round, but then they'll do a judging as well. So like, let's say you don't have a lot of followers or you somehow figure out how to rig it or something like that. They all go ahead and make their own decisions for the remainder people that didn't make the top five. And then some of those people People will move on, and then what they'll do after that is they'll give you $5,000 to shoot, um, a sh- like, a, a short scene that they wrote, and they'll fly you to New York, and it's it's an awesome experience. And then the finalists from there will be chosen, and then they'll pick one and give you a shit ton of money to make a feature film.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. <clears> that's
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah uh, I know Project Greenlight, I guess, you know, that's just, I mean, that yeah, was all, that right. sounds just like them, so I know that's that's their that's their thing that they're doing um yeah amazing yeah. and especially since honestly beast was like the first project greenlight movie to really like do well like it it had sequels yeah. it had an audience so they i think they realized like horror was really what should be project greenlight like they should do horror because yeah you know well you know they said a, that
2: um I think HBO HBO was helping to finance it so basically there needs to be they didn't say this I'm just assuming like sex gore violence and I'm like okay I have all of that on top of that it's set up for a sequel so hey <laughs> <laughs> there
1: you go all right um so what are you up to Sarah
0: um, my next project after the premiere is um I'm actually co starring in a in a, a a feature film called Dinosaur. It's a Fred Carpenter film and uh it's a story about the Day in the Life of uh, Sorry, a Day in the Life of Cops written by an actual police officer and it's starring Joan Jett, Edward Asner, and Chuck Redo. So those are some these are names and I'm very excited to work with uh Joan Jett. I'm a huge fan. And uh, I can't wait for it to start. It starts filming in May. And then I should be filming until September. And then after that, I start the casting for my next, my actual project that I'm directing, and filming and everything, uh, called Larry. It's a romantic comedy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that's, that's what I've got going on. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> it's going to be a lucky oh, awesome year, and uh, it's already filled up, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I forgot.
2: I told the producer I'd slip this in. I uh, was just finished a feature film called Serena Waits, which is done by L.A. Horror. It's a brutal, violent, but heartwarming story that is going to be released in
1: December. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Oh, man, you guys are all up to some busy stuff. That's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's nonstop, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, that's, that's what you got to do. You got to keep keep going at it, you know? Like, when I'm not yeah. directing or producing, I'm acting in other people's movies or whatever, you know, um, doing mm-hmm. stuff like that, because that's what you need to do. You need to keep active. Otherwise, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose the creative Keep going. Yep. all that other you stuff. Keep yeah. Live and breathe uh, it. <laughs> uh, well, just so you guys know, we went into archive time because the 30 minutes went by way quickly quicker than i was expecting but um yeah. you know which is great uh but uh so people can hear this in the archives and the archives will will go over like in about uh 10 minutes after we we're done you know uh people will be able to listen to this again um but tell us, uh tell everybody uh your i guess the, if you at like how can people uh reach you if you want to get new fans um uh bria
2: so you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, it's just like hashtag Breeland Massey or at Breeland Massey. And that's B-R-I-A-L-Y-N-N, an M like Mary, A-S-S-I-E. The best way to contact me if you want to work with me or get more information is by email, which is also on my website and my IMDb and everything.
0: <laughs>
1: awesome. Um, so how about you, Sarah?
0: Um, Right now I'm switching over websites, so I'm having a website developed for my new company. So I just switched over from an old company. So it's Silent Envy Productions. You can find our Facebook page. I just created it. It's facebook.com slash silentenvyproductions. And then the email is silentenvyproductions at gmail.com. We should have a website up very shortly. We're just working on it. There's a lot going on. But, um, yeah, otherwise you can find my fan page sarah martin it's facebook.com slash the real s martin uh so that's where you can find me on social media
1: all right Yay. awesome
0: well, <laughs> all right
1: yeah. hopefully you guys will get more and more followers um yeah hopefully I th- thank you yeah i want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show and, and chatting with me about uh both both mediums acting and directing um so thank you for excited about yeah. yeah you're very welcome um, a lot of So, yeah. So I can't. I can't wait to hear more stuff, and um, and looking forward to to seeing all the projects that you guys uh, come out with.
0: Cool. Thank, thank you. you so much for yeah. having us again. Yeah. Thank you, you for having us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're both very welcome. Um, uh, I'm excited for everything. Uh, have a great night, and enjoy the rest of your week you here. Can. Thank all you. Right.
2: <laughs> have a great night. Good thank night. you again. Nice to meet you, Bria. Okay. Nice to meet you, Sarah.
1: <laughs> good night. Right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye bye. Well, uh, that was awesome. Great show. Uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I guess it's going to be uh, Wednesday. We're going to have a show. I'm planning, but I haven't got anybody just yet. But I have a couple people in mind, so we'll see what happens. Um, check back. Uh, Frights to the Round Table on Facebook and uh, Frights R and D Table at uh Twitter and I believe it's also on Instagram, but I have not done anything with the Instagram yet. Also check back and hear what's going on with the future of Frights the Roundtable. I know we are planning to move to an actual podcast podcast, but you know, we haven't got anything set up and I think that's not gonna be till summer anyway. So thank you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed the show and um check back on you know tomorrow or Wednesday to find out. Who the next guest are? Bye.